Hey everybody, welcome back for episode 119 of The Path Podcast. I'm Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. We're so glad that you've decided to join us on The Path today. Uh, We are right in the middle of um, another section of the book of Revelation. We've been looking at Revelation chapter 16. We looked at the first part of it last week. We're going to look at the middle section this week. We'll look at the end of it next week. But um, Derek, yesterday we talked about um, a couple of things that there's there's sort of two different responses to the judgment that God is pouring out here that we see um, a, a really negative response and then a positive response. So um, walk us through what what that looks like um, to the, the two responses to God's judgment that we see in these bowls being poured out. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're, uh, we, we got bowls four, five, and six, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, four and five show us the way the people who are under those uh, the judgments enactment mm-hmm. how they responded mm-hmm. um, and it's it's maybe not what you would expect or you would think mm. um, I mean maybe not I mean in the grand scheme of things but I'm saying like the the text paints this picture of like we just it just keeps being thrown at them right. and. They just keep doing this. Right. There's no reprieve. Yeah, no reprieve. Yeah. And one of the things that we we talked about a little bit, and I think it's helpful to kind of cast it in this light so that we understand what what Jesus, through John, is helping us see, too, is that it's it's in the light of kind of the plagues of Egypt, right? Mm -hmm. So um, uh, many of these um, bowls, they... um, you know, parallel that in a way. So if you think back to the judgment being placed upon Pharaoh mm. and the people of his kingdom, if you will, yeah. um, it also elicits a similar response. Mm. Um, so let's go back and just remind ourselves real quick of what happened in Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to know... And understand the book of Revelation best, you have to know and understand a lot of Old Testament yeah. stuff. Right. Right. Well, so early on, as we were going through the series, we talked yeah. about that a lot of times when we look at the book of Revelation, we don't go old enough yeah. and we don't go wide enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think what we said was like, we don't go close enough close, yeah, yeah, to right. the actual context, yeah, yeah. but then we also don't go, you know, old enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's right. So... Part of that, I mean, we go all the way back to the Exodus, right? right. Uh, and the imagery is similar. Yeah, very um, similar. What is happening or what is to happen um, and how it couches it in the light of, of kind of what happened in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, we also need to read a lot of the book of Daniel mm-hmm. and Isaiah <laughs> uh, and plenty of other places too, but but really we under- need to understand those those. Those yeah. passages. Suffice it to yes. say, Revelation is not an isolated book at the end of our Bible. It's not. No, it, it actually... <laughs> it's it the actually, culmination. Yeah, it really ties <laughs> yeah. to all of the Bible. Right. Um, but all, all that to say, you know, think about, you know, the first three um, bowls, you know, talk about water and water being turned to blood, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, hello, you know, the Nile River. Yeah. So um, you, you even have... Um, you know what's going on here in the fourth, fifth, and sixth bowls. Um, you know, uh, also indicating kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. And when these things are poured out, 
um, the response of the people under the leadership of the dragon and the beasts, mm-hmm. right, uh, have the same kind of response that the people, especially Pharaoh, yeah. had when those plagues were enacted upon um, upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, the phrase uh, "he hardened his heart" yeah. um, is almost in every single one of the. Actually, I think it is in every single one of, of the plagues. The plagues yeah. response, the response Pharaoh had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appeared at times like he was going to relent and repent of his ways and let the people of uh, Israel go mm-hmm. from their grips, and then it says his heart was hardened. Yeah. Here in this passage. Uh, in Revelation chapter 16, we see um, the response is kind of this hardened kind of response as mm-hmm. well. But it but it uses the word blaspheme. It says that they blasphemed God mm-hmm. and they did not repent. Yeah, And it says that twice and it says it again. And uh, we'll talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that word blaspheme, you know, I, I don't know that that we have a full concept of what that word means, mm-hmm. right? Like we've probably heard it. It's not really a word that we say a lot any longer. Right. It's maybe something we heard in our, you know, growing up in church. You know, sure. can't blaspheme the name of God, but do we really know what it mm-hmm. means? Yeah, we know? know like derivatives of that word. I think, sure. like, oh, it's blasphemous. Yes, like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we don't think about the word blaspheme. But the word literally means to vilify. Yeah. To vilify. So what I have in my mind as I think about these people that, you know, the scorching heat is, you know, pulverizing them. Um, they darkness um, covers yeah, the land. Dark, yeah. full darkness is happening, and they're gnawing their tongues in pain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're blaspheming. Is it's kind of like this thing happens, and instead of saying, "Oh God, you are Almighty, all powerful, amazing," and we're going to repent of our ways mm-hmm. because you've displayed your power, and we see right. that. It's kind of like this, um, this waving their fist. Yeah. At How him. dare you, God? Yeah. 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 Who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we could even get more crass in describing that, mm-hmm. but you get the idea. Is yeah. that this, this really, you know, uh, how dare you, you know? Yeah. Um, forget you. We don't care about you. You know, we, uh, we. Um, uh, vilify your name. Yeah. Um, and so you see that response twice in just in this middle section. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's easy for us to kind of think about this in the extremes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about this this morning. To think about this in the extremes of like, okay, well, these people are, you know, full on into worshiping the beasts mm-hmm. um you know they're they're all about it they've taken the mark at this point you know i mean like they've identified themselves with it is right. really what that means and you know they they've just you know, like they're full in it's not yeah. like you know oh well we're just we'll see how kind of ride go. the fence yeah. or whatever it's like they're they're full on yeah but i wonder and and i I'm not sure I conveyed this yesterday as as well as I would like, but the thing I was thinking about this morning is like, do we sometimes do the same thing mm. to God? So, you know, take for instance, 
Um, doing something we know is against God's word, mm. but doing it anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, recently had somebody come and tell me that uh, they uh, are living with someone and they know it's wrong. This is, I didn't say a word. They just, well, I know it's wrong. I know it's a big sin, you know, but it is just what it is. Mm. Man, is that dangerous? Yeah. Mm. Like, is that... Thumb in your nose at God. Yeah. Um, I wonder. That's not as, like, stark contrast as this sure. passage paints it, right? Right. That's kind of like, well, you know, I'm a good person. I go to church. Mm-hmm. I do what I need to do. But if you know something is wrong... And you choose to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Are you not in a similar way saying, "God, I just don't care yeah. what you say." Right. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I it mean, my the, Bi- way. the Bible's pretty clear that disobedience is disobedience. Yeah. Yeah. Whether there's no gradation in that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. I think I think that um, you know that's hard to hear. Yeah. But it's the truth. Like, we're, well, and you know. Number one, like that was kind of an interesting conversation. And, yeah. you know, my goal is not to beat somebody over the head and say, well, you know, you're, you know, I guess yeah. the plagues await you. That's you know, right. that, good I'm, luck, sinner. Yeah. Yeah. That's not why I'm, why I'm discussing this because there is, the cross is there, the forgiveness is mm-hmm. there, but you have to respond to mm-hmm. it yeah right and that's that's the contrast here is like there's right. two responses mm-hmm. very clearly it's there's a line drawn in the sand and there's yeah. you either do this or you do that right you know and um and there is grace and redemption and freedom and forgiveness for for whatever that you have done that is wrong but yeah. god doesn't want you to keep doing it mm-hmm. jesus said to the woman caught in adultery Go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. So you know we've got to be careful yeah. that we don't do the same thing and thumb our nose to God or vilify Him or shake our fist at Him. You know, yeah. like whatever euphemism metaphorically, you want to use, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, by just saying, "Well, I know God that this is not what You want me to do, but this is what I want to do, so mm-hmm. I'm going to continue mm-hmm. doing it." Or I've done it so long, I might as well just keep on, or whatever. Which is in effect saying, God, I know better than you. It is. Yeah, I'm I'm smarter than you, and I can make a better decision than you can. Right, and you are in effect inserting yourself into the position of God in Mm -hmm. your life, or insert inserting, you know, the beast, the dragon. I mean, what you know, following the world's ways or whatever. And so I think I think we have to be very careful, very yeah. careful in our yeah. own lives. Now I'm not saying that if you're a believer in the Lord and Jesus has saved you, that somehow you can, um, you know, do something that will you know uh, take away that or whatever. No, I'm just saying there's a line drawn in the sand, and we yeah. we need to make a decision. Mm-hmm. We need to respond in a specific way, right? Mm-hmm. Now. The secondary response here, um, which is, is, is this kind of beautiful parenthetical moment, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, the book of Revelation is heavy. It's hard. Right. It's difficult. But throughout it, Jesus gives us these pauses and these moments of yeah. just like, 
look to me. I'm here. Right. I'm with you. Just look to me. Mm-hmm. Look to me. It'll be okay. Look to me. Uh, keep your eyes on me. It'll all this will pass. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, keep your eyes on me. And that's what happens in in verse fifteen. It says, "Look, I'm coming like a thief." Right. Mm-hmm. Which that terminology is used quite quite a lot in the Bible, and it's just kind of you know, it it just means like surprise. You know, it's yeah. like you're not gonna know. You right. know. Um, um, but then it says, "Blessed is the one who is alert and remains closed, so that he may not go around naked and." And people see his shame. So the, mm-hmm. the idea is like, look to Jesus. You don't know when he's coming, so yeah. look always. You never know when it's time for him to pop up yeah. in this instance to, to complete it all. Look to him, look to him, look to him, look to him. Mm-hmm. So that you can stay alert. Right. Right? So that you're not led astray by the, the ways of the world, which in this case are these demonic uh, representation that are trying to convince it, particularly the kings of the earth, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, just the, this whole world system to follow the beast and follow his way. It's just constantly, constantly, constantly going after them, trying to. So we need to stay alert. We need yeah. to remain alert that that's at, that's out there. That's trying to lead us astray. It's mm-hmm. trying to lead us into thinking like what I just described yeah. to say. Well, you know, I know God's doesn't want this me to do this but i'm going to continue doing it anyway right. and you know maybe god will be gracious enough to me to do it mm-hmm. yeah it's just this idea that you can do whatever you want and there's no consequence yeah and which that, is not the truth no it's not and 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 so we you know we don't we don't um uh we, we don't um we well i don't know i was going to say we don't i lost it but we <laughs> We must keep our eyes affixed yeah. toward Jesus, you know, right. knowing that he is the one that will ultimately deliver from us from this. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of, and if you think about the, the contrast of Egypt, right, it's, it's that, that picture of a deliverer who came. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, Moses was the deliverer there, but we have a better Moses uh, in Jesus and, and he's, he is coming to fully uh, deliver us from this 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 moment and these things. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Well, um, what what would you say um, to someone? I think this is maybe a, a great way to kind of sum up. What what would you say to someone who is in finds himself in a position like that, where like this person who came to you? How would you help guide somebody through making the correct decision or the, the biblical decision to uh, turn away from sin and, and toward Jesus? Yeah, well, just that terminology is 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 the terminology that's here, right? Mm-hmm. You said turn, which is what repent means, right? Yeah. So uh, it says they did not repent. They blasphemed God and they did not repent. Well, mm-hmm. repent means to do turn, right? Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what it means. But it's not just a matter of like, oh, well, I'm just going to try better. Or yeah. I'm just, you know, Lord help me. Mm-hmm. No, it's actively turning away from something yeah. and turning at the very same time to something. Yeah. So it's that same idea of look to Jesus. The only way that you and I are going to turn from various sins in our life, various levels of disobedience in mm-hmm. our life, is to, number one, get re- get it out of our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that is not enough. Yeah, it is merely not. That is merely not enough, mm. right? It's not enough to 
to simply get out of the relationship. It's mm-hmm. not merely enough to throw the pills away. It's mm-hmm. not merely enough to stop looking at those images or videos or whatever. That is that that's not enough. You'll eventually go back yeah. to it. You'll right. eventually find yourself back in the same spot. Mm-hmm. It is actively every day taking up your cross and following Jesus. Mm. It's every day saying I'm dying to those things. I am turning to Christ. Yeah. It's every day saying, Lord, I can't, but you can. Mm-hmm. It's every day actively saying, Lord, uh, uh, you got to help me because because I know that I'll run back if I'm if I'm not focused on you. It's yeah. so it's it's this constant thing. Paul said that I mortify these parts in me daily, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then in chapter seven of of Romans of, of Romans he says, "Who can deliver? You know, who who can deliver me from this body of death?" He yeah. says, "I do the things I don't want to do, and I don't do the things I want to do. Who can deliver me from the body of death?" And he says, "Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. our Lord." So it's it's constantly throwing off the old, yeah, and looking to Christ and fulfilling that and and running to Him, mm-hmm. you know. So. Um, in, in a case like this, um, where, you know, this, um, you know, um, person uh, mentioned that you got to stop living with one another. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough. Right. Yeah. You've got to run to Christ and say, Lord, help me, mm-hmm. help me, help me. Um, and listen, I know it's not as simple as that. It gets complicated. Sure. But um, but we've got to throw off the old run to Christ and mm-hmm. throw off. Um, our sin and disobedience and run to Christ. Yeah. The, the thing is, is that we can't throw off our sin and disobedience if we if we're not running to Christ. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. Yeah. I mean, you you might can pause something for a minute, but uh, unless you're running to Him, you you will fail. Yeah. So you know, it's kind of a double you know double sided coin. You you are at the very same time running to Christ and saying, I don't, I'm leaving that behind me. Yeah. What would you say? I mean, how would you describe it? Yeah, no, it? I totally agree with that. I think it's the, so often I think that um, it's described as you just got to turn away from that thing, mm-hmm. but it, that's only half of it. Yeah, it's, yeah, no. You have to turn away from whatever it is that's sinful and turn to Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you know, we sing, turn your eyes upon Jesus, mm-hmm. look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in mm-hmm. the light of his glory and grace. And that's only possible if you turn away from that thing in the world to mm-hmm. turn to him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that it it has to be a both and, not not it's not a single action. It's a double action. That you well, know. and the thing is, is that if you turn to Jesus, you are automatically turning away from the other. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, because mm-hmm. Jesus is the antithesis of that. I mean, right. he's in the other direction. I mean, like yep. figuratively, but you know, liter- you know, kind of mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. So, and and it's it's constant. It's a daily thing. Absolutely. If Paul had to do it daily and kill the mortify these. These parts in him that that you know, welled up sin in him and mm-hmm. disobedience in him. If he constantly had to put those things to death, is what he said. I yeah. kill them every day. Right. Then you and I will definitely have to do that as well. Absolutely. Like if uh, yeah. So um, and it's not easy and it's complicated and that you know it's it's but it's worth it. Right. Yeah. And it's you know it's quite the opposite of what. The response is here: these blasphemers shaking mm-hmm. their fists at God, saying, "I know better than you. Yeah. The ways of this world are better than you. You, may, you know, 
like literally in the weight of him displaying his utter power. Mm-hmm. And they still said, no, nah, I don't want it. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Mm. All right. Well, here's where we turn it over to you. How can we help you turn toward Jesus better? Um, what What is it in your life that we could help you walk through? How could we encourage one another? Um, how could we point back toward Jesus, that positive aspect of accountability where, yes, we're helping you turn away from sin, but we're also helping you turn toward Jesus. And so we'd love to have a conversation with you about that. You can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life, or you can comment right on this YouTube video and get in touch with us that way. Um, next week, we're going to finish up Revelation chapter 16. Uh, next week will also be our season six finale. So um, we hope that you'll join in with us for then. Until then, I am Jason. I'm Derek. We hope you'll join us as we continue down the path next time.